Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. Welcome back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. As always, appreciate you being here. You can find the podcast in Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the front page of the WDBO app. And I invite you to join me on the radio every single weekday morning while Indoor's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Be sure to stream us in the WDBO app. Well, it's been one of those weeks here in Central Florida, but nothing, nothing compared to the week that the folks in the Big Bend area have had, and certainly on the west coast of Florida, areas like the Tampa Bay area. Hurricane Adalia creating havoc up and down the western coast of the state earlier this week. Adalia's eye coming on shore near Keaton Beach at about a quarter to eight on Wednesday morning. It came ashore as a Cat 3 storm. At one point Wednesday morning, it had become a Cat 4. But still, you think of a Cat 3, man, you think of a monster storm, a major storm. And it is a storm that certainly has the ability to do some very, very serious damage. Now, while we escaped Adalia's wrath with the exception of a few outer bands here in central Florida, there is some serious destruction and damage caused by Adalia. I mean, you look at what the Tampa Bay area is still trying to dig out of right now, a six-foot storm surge in the Bay. They haven't seen a surge like that in nearly 40 years. But the Tampa Bay area, areas like Tarpon Springs and Dunedin, they continue to recover from all the water that was washed up over there on the land. But when you consider that, yes, we had two Florida deaths, they were blamed on Adalia, both car crashes, and two is way too many. But all things considered, the storms might, a cat four at one time, and when you look at the storm's eye making landfall in a sparsely populated area like the Big Bend, you thank your lucky stars. Because you go back to the destruction and the devastation caused by Hurricanes Ian and Nicole, especially Ian. I mean, they're still trying to dig out down there in portions of southwest Florida due to Ian. Ian devastated southwest Florida communities, including Fort Myers Beach, Sanibel Island, with more than six feet of storm surge. Fort Myers, they saw a seven-foot storm surge, which shattered a record. They had wind gusts of over 100 miles per hour across southwest Florida for hours Ian's highest recorded wind speed was a gust at 140 miles per hour in Cape Coral. And as we all know, after landfall, Ian continued its wrath of wind and water across central Florida in a track nearly identical to Hurricane Charlie's track 18 years earlier. But Ian dropped off more than a foot of rain on Florida's Gulf Coast to the Space Coast. And this caused many central Florida and northeast rivers to overflow their banks and it triggered widespread flooding in the Orlando metro area. Ian was responsible for at least $50 billion in damage, and it will be known as the deadliest storm in Florida in nearly 90 years. 
and most of the 150-plus deaths were from high water in Ian. Dozens of people drowned in the hurricane storm surge and heavy rainfall. So when you look at Hurricane Adalia of this week, and you don't want to minimize this week's hurricane, okay? But one only has to put Ian in the rearview mirror to realize that Adalia could have been a whole lot worse. Now, earlier in the week, I caught up with the Attorney General of the great state of Florida, Ashley Moody, because I wanted to ask her about two specific issues post-Idalia. One is price gouging. The other is the potential of post-storm looting. Here's that conversation now with Ashley Moody. Well, we think it's really important for WDBO to stay connected with our state and local officials. So State Attorney General Ashley Moody, kind enough to answer our call this morning. And Madam Attorney General, thanks for your time this morning. And first off, we were talking earlier about that 100-year-old oak tree being snapped in half at the governor's mansion in Tallahassee due to Hurricane Adalia. How did you come out of the storm? Okay. Yeah, I mean, Tallahassee, there were some down power and and some heavy rain, but Tallahassee really skirted that storm. Big impact happened, of course, where it, where it entered around Keaton Beach and Taylor County and Dixie County. And boy, uh, rescue officials and first responders are hard at work this morning. Mm, well, this storm caused a lot of havoc all over the western half of the state. It's once again a reminder of the might of these hurricanes. Now, whenever we have these storms, Madam Attorney General, we have some bad guys out there who try to take advantage and loot. Have we heard of any looting in any of those affected areas on the west coast? so far. Yeah, you know, it shocks the conscience, right, that that folks would take advantage of people at their most vulnerable. And it's challenging to state officials when we're urging people to evacuate in some of these mandatory evacuation zones. People are hesitant to leave their property knowing that a storm is about to come and also being familiar with recent examples where we've seen looting. So I've spoken with all of the sheriffs in the um, areas that have been impacted. There have been some reports of looting, uh, even in one instance where someone took someone's bed, which was shocking to me. But, you know, the sheriff there said, we're not going to have it. We're not going to tolerate it. I've already been on the phone with the state attorney urging them to hold these folks. Don't let them back out during these times where they can just go right back to their their bad criminal behavior. Uh, And, of course, the governor, Governor DeSantis, has said, look, in times of emergency, you know, And always in Florida, we're a law and order state. We're not going to tolerate looting. I saw a photo of a sign posted in one guy's yard, you loot, I shoot. And I think the the governor repeated that uh, during one of his news conferences yesterday. It was an amusing sign, but especially in that northwest part of the state. and, And that's where you live up there. I mean, you got a lot of folks there who don't take too kindly to people stealing their stuff, especially beds, Madam Attorney General. Well, you know, again, you know, folks, we need people in times of emergency to heed the warnings of caution. We never know exactly where a hurricane is going to hit. Obviously, as it gets closer and closer, we have a better idea. But we have to prepare. You know what? It, you have heard the horror, horror stories when people don't evacuate and, and it hits in a particular area, especially on a coastline. So we need people to pay attention. And the last thing we want is for them to be fearful that their home is going to be uh, in jeopardy. And so, you know, in Florida, we have stand your ground laws. Uh, if an intruder comes in, folks can, if they're in fear of, of death or great bodily harm or that they're afraid when fo- folks enter their home, we do have these laws that permit defense. And I think the governor is just 
reminding people that we do have these laws in Florida and in times of emergency, people want to defend themselves in their homes. What about price gouging, be it at hotels or gas stations here in the state? It's always been an issue when these storms come through. Are we seeing any evidence so far of that in the state? You know, I I was optimistic as this storm approached because our contacts regarding uh, price gouging were fewer. And now, of course, that could have been because this hit in a in a rural part of the state, we didn't have, it's not as populated. So our contacts weren't uh, as, as many as we've seen in prior storms. But after the storm, uh, we still look at price gouging as people are trying to recover and those essential commodities um, may be scarce in those areas that are hardest hit. We also want people to pay attention to after the storm related scams, you know, uh, we, we, we caution people when people just show up at your door demanding large upfront payments. There are red flags. And if people are concerned, they can always go to our website. We offer resources, uh, scams at a glance. After the storm, they can pull that down. Look at what, look, look out um, at red flags to look for. Um, but yes, those price gouging and then storm related scams are always a concern. We're always on guard as we are every day of the year. And if people feel they've been taken advantage of, they can call our hotline at one eight six six nine no scam Again, one eight six six nine no scam or the website, myfloridalegal.com. I believe I got that right. It's the No Scam app. Yeah, myfloridalegal.com. Much appreciation to the State Attorney General of the great state of Florida, Ashley Moody, for the chat on the Inez Says podcast. That's going to wrap it up for the podcast today. Join me on the radio every single weekday morning, Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.